Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dolph Lundgren, Universal Soldier. Whoa, what is the Matrix? The Matrix is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you. Lethal Weapon 4's Jet Li is Black Mask. When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over! Update. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck do you want to update my dice roll? <laughs> uh. Good evening and welcome to another episode, a special episode of the Asian Action Cast, coming at you from the 1950s. Have you heard Chinese meal? <laughs> Full house, within limits, 1.5 meters away. I'm surrounded. Hello, Nathan. Hi. Hey, we can see each other again. That's right, lag-free, bitch. Oh, woo! Hello, Chris. Good to be back. How are you, Sam? Yeah, great to be back. Rachel, you finished eating? Yeah, I have now. All right, <laughs> all right, Mikey. Hello, hello, Scott. Hello. Ah, oh, it's so good to be able to maintain eye contact, and nobody's everybody's wearing pants. <laughs> Were no, you not wearing much pants? Much to my Sam? disgust. Yeah, I was wearing pants most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. I'll let you pick when. <laughs> like Except, we're, we're pretty lucky here to be in this situation, but man, it feels good. Like that, the options we had before was convenient, but man, it feels good to just do this. I, I also just want to point out that Australia's not like a lot of the rest of the world. We don't have that many cases. We're good. Yeah. This is okay for us. If it if it wasn't, if it was like you know. New York or some shit, we wouldn't be doing this even if it was allowed. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'd we expect were... a cop to knock at the door and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, no, a lot of those places are opening up legally. But yeah, we wouldn't be doing that because we're responsible adults. But there's been no cases here for a while. I yeah. think we're down to two actual people sick. Was it two? I yeah. Was three. Yeah. No, we're doing really well. I think everybody's kind of put their uh, their egos and their, their rights aside and said, no, no. Well, I mean, there's people who are vulnerable, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Now that bullshit's out of the way. Political moment over. China, come at me. <laughs> Tonight, we actually watched a movie, an Asian action film together at the same time in the same room all the way through. I didn't care for it. <laughs> it was your choice, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> come on down. In that case, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Welcome to Cinema 101. This is how a film is done. <laughs> Explain the genesis of this plan that you had. All right, so I was at work and I was walking through the clusters, uh, going back to my room, and this movie was actually on, and I saw um, some, uh, a little bit of a fight scene, and um, I thought, "Oh, this is crazy and insane." And then I looked it up, and it turned out to be Black Mask. And um, from that um, minute and a half that I saw, I thought, "Well, this would be something we could do." And um, turns out that um, everyone else said no. So. Um, <laughs> didn't say no, but said we think about it. I didn't say no. I just said it was shit. Yeah. 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 How wrong you were. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's, it's, there's some high quality marks in this film, but there's also a lot of nothing. 
So I haven't seen this movie before. Has everybody else in the room seen this movie? Yeah. Yeah. A long yes. time ago. It's forgettable. For me. At release. Yeah. We, sure. me, and, me and Mike, I think, and Christian would have seen it at release. No, I didn't. I, I, you did, you weren't is, with this us? This is the first time for me. Okay, because I remember watching it in Michael's bedroom. What that were you doing, what were you doing there? <laughs> Back when the days when I lived at my parents' house. Yeah, when we were teenagers. Movies in so you're saying, yep. Sam, there's like, and Nathan was saying, there's a couple of different versions of this movie, which came out in 1996. Tell me about those versions. Okay, Nathan. so there's at least three versions. There's one that Michael owns, which Correct. is the non-US cut, which came out around about the same time as the original Asian yeah, film. it was actually an... Um, a specific Australian release when I put it on, some company got the rights to um, sell it here. So mm, that's cool. Random, but it has an English dub which is American. Yeah, but it's not the but American it's, it's film the because American. it doesn't have the hip hop music and it doesn't have the voice actors from Correct. that film. And it was released before that. Yeah, that, like, so there's two like English dubs. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there was a there was a first release and then in 1999, playing off. I, it might be the UK one. Yeah, yeah. the the. The big Jet Li explosion, like, and the hip hoppy explosion too. There was a dub release in 1999. Um, has like Bender in it, I think. And it's and they replace a bunch of the music, and there's a whole bunch of like gory scenes missing. So they they cut a bit of it. Yeah. It was tastefully edited. This film does contain a lot of actual like what would be like R18 type gore. Like like schlocky um, hospital shit. Yeah. Like reanimator style stuff, lots of injections, mm. lots of opening up body cavities. It's kind of the, the the type of film it is. So Black Mask is the film that we're doing. I don't know if we mentioned that, but um, the it's kind of like Universal Soldier. You've got soldiers that can't feel pain, and to kind of highlight that, you have horrible dismemberments and people getting hurt terribly, and people not reacting to it because they're, they're trying to show that these soldiers don't. Feel and I pain. read that this was based on a comic book I've never seen. Yeah, could possibly be. I think this film, not only Universal, you can, I guess you did this with a lot of films nowadays, but there's a lot of, um, I don't know if a lot of this was before or after this film, but there's, there's a lot of direction and taken from other films. You can see where other films either got it from this or this is taken from other films. Like, I think we went through Universal Soldier, there was a little bit of Highlander, there was a little bit of I'm Matrix. Pretty sure- all of those, apart from The Matrix, are pretty much all of those movies. Are, well, Highlander's definitely before, because that's the 80s. Even Highlander 2, I think, is from like 93 or 4. Well, Universal admit, Soldier. When's Universal Soldier? That was yeah, 92. Like this 92. is 96. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the closest. The Crow. Lo- lots of purples. Lots of, uh, lots of Brain gothy yeah, in- industrial imagery. It's like this movie is so 90s that it kind of hurts. It's got fucking dudes with rollerblades, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So you got some trivia for us, Sam? I got loads of trivia for you. Jet Li trivia. Jet Li, I think we've mentioned this before, is uh, married to a lady with massive boobs. What's her name? Uh, Dolly Parton. Nina something. Nina Nina Lee. Well, Nina Lee Chi, I think, is her name. Uh, It says here that his birth name is Jet Li Lian Ji. I don't think Jet was actually part of his birth name. But uh, Jet Li, (laughs) if you ever watch any uh, Hong Kong action films, he's obviously a huge star. Him, Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, one of the headline, or a lot of the headline acts. Um, he's known for doing a lot of wushu. He's a martial artist, first and foremost. I heard that the reason why he turned down the Matrix, because he was supposed to be Sher- Serif in the in Matrix. In the second one? Yeah. yeah. And the reason why he turned it down was because part of the role required them to uh, basically 
mocap his form and his technique into the computer. And he, uh, that offended him because he did not want the idea of his... Because he spent his whole lifetime training in martial arts and he didn't want his martial arts to be owned by Warner Brothers or by, you know, by any movie production company, which is why he turned it down. No, and no, he just wanted more money, let's face it. <laughs> Everyone's got a price. So he, he turned it down and the other guy was just like, fuck, no, I'll pay, I'll take it. You mean I could have had like a wireframe of Jet Li kicking and punching and I could have just chucked it in anything? That would yeah. have been great. That's exactly what, they, that's what he was afraid of. He was afraid that they were going to take that and just put it in something else like Romeo Must Die 2. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Black Mask is a, a movie that he made where he's dressed up, he looks a lot like Kato. Like there's a, there's quite a few films where the, it's, the it's main character. It's obviously a nod to Kato, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, even with the hat that he wears. The the uh, yeah, chauffeur's no, the, hat. The, yeah, the first bit, little bit. Yeah. Before he changes it to the fedora. It's really kind of weird, though, isn't it? That uh, it made such like Kato made such a, an impact on Asian cinema and just cinema in general that people are willing to copy. It's not it's just, Kato. It's just Bruce. No, I know it's Bruce, but his character Kato from the Green Hornet, like he was the car driver. But if you think about it, back in the day. How many American shows did you see actual Asian people in? And they weren't just, you know, the opium fucked up person in the corner dying and stuff. Yeah. The hero. So he was part of, like, part of a, a, a team fighting with the, the hero and so forth. So it was quite a big thing back in the day, mm. in the 60s. Can I also bring up the fact that he has those... For some of it, he doesn't have that shitty mask. Some of it, he has, like, industrial, like... Welding, welding goggles because yeah. he's just come from an industrial rave. It's very, it's very steampunk. <laughs> um, I have to be honest with you. Jet Li is actually not my favorite martial artist. Uh, I, I think he's he's cute, but I, I actually find cute? his martial arts very not exciting to watch. Like I, I kind of that's kind of why I sort of like him a lot. Like he just seems to throw up a leg, and like it, it feels really effortless. Like he's not really trying that much. Yeah. Like, and I kind of like that. He's very short. Yeah. Uh, and his moves are very short. Like they're not long, extensive moves, and he's very close into the body. Where you see like Jackie or or you know like Sammo Hung or any of these opera guys, they do like big, long. He's not dynamic. No, no, no. It, it, do you think it's it's born out of the fact that he is an actual like wushu national champion? fighter so he's he's actually got specific form and style to to himself whereas the opera as you note jackie chan and and his crew and so forth they're doing it for the camera the flourishes and all of that are made for the film for the acting etc whereas he's more you know shorter quicker down into yeah, but, the actual but movement Even isn't we should not isn't it essentially just dancing Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, this is the reason I had a problem with Jet Li. When we first, ages ago, when we when like these guys were starting to watch all these martial arts films, I went on a different tangent. These guys were doing stuff like Once Upon a Time in China and stuff like. I went off and tried to find legitimate. I'd go to the video store. This is how he bang. adds the word legitimate. No, like things like um, um, all the the martial artists that actually won were given films. Um, so like the guy who did. Um, Fist of the North Star, Gary Daniels, and, and, and things like that. These guys had actually won legitimate tournaments and, yep. and come through. So I had a problem with like Jet Li's, all the, the, the wire work and all the stuff. And I, when I saw Jackie Chan's stuff, it was 
just a real guy trying to fight. Mm. You know, he's working around like if it was a real fight, you'd be off. Oh, I'll throw the door in front of this guy, and you know, that's why I, the martial arts I liked. Um, so when it came to Jet Li, I just he, he, the way that his character was portrayed, and it took me a long time to sort of understand why. But the way he's portrayed in these movies was he's just like stoic, doesn't have any emotion, just the best at everything, nothing can touch him. Essentially, you're saying you prefer uh, the everyman fighter as opposed to the technique of pure martial arts. I don't mind pure martial arts, but it's got to be like you know, if you go, if a pure martial artist is fighting another pure martial artist, it's not. That's not how the fight goes. Well, essentially, you step all over my joke because I was going to say, for more on hating Jet Li, subscribe to Christian's <laughs> newsletter. So, you don't. You just. You didn't like the wire work movies. I mean, not all of his movies are wire work. I'll put it that. And when you say champion, Jet Li was national champion in wushu, winning gold medals multiple times national champion, won multiple tournaments before he even went into movies. So he is actually a fighter who fought in tournaments. This, this, I, don't, I don't want everybody to understand. This fight has been going on for 25 <laughs> years. <laughs> Were you going to say something, Rachel? You had some info in there? So Jet Li was the Wushu champion, which meant that he had the longest hair, he could fly the furthest and cross swords with people. And he best. could jump across... The most bamboo poles. <laughs> Damn right. I was, I was wondering whether you know the uh, martial arts director in this film, Yoon Warping, is actually he works best with Jet Li, so he's capturing the best parts of Jet Li's style and putting it into the movie. But obviously, the acting is well. I've always acting is separate. Do you think it, if you looked at like the filmography of Yoon Warping and and had a look at it, like who's the actor he's worked with the most? I think Jet Li would be quite high up there. Quite he, a few, yeah. Definitely at least twenty movies that I could think of. The two Jet Li, Jet Li movies I really like are um, the one and um, Kiss the Dragon. Kiss the Dragon's pretty good. Yeah, Kiss the Dragon. It's different. It's a different Jet Li film to what he normally does. As, yeah, I'd still, I still always go back to Fist of Legend, but that's not what we're here to talk about, that's everybody. Right. Black we're Mask. here to talk about the mediocrity that is Black Mask. Who directed this one, Sam? Uh, Daniel Lee of uh, fame somewhere else. I don't that know was, else that was my most annoying part about this movie when I bought it originally. Um, the copy I bought back in 98 because it had like, you know, big Sui Hark, Sui Hark, da 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 da. Yeah. Like, oh, Sui Hark, I'll buy it. And I didn't look at the director until after I watched it and I went, hang on a minute. <laughs> Produced by Suiha. Yeah, <laughs> he is one of the, he's his name is quite well known because he did all of the Once Upon a Time in China's Correct, and yeah. so he, he is pretty famous. Um, this film, though, even though we watched it and thought it was kind of mediocre, made a whole bunch of money. It made two hundred million Hong Kong, and in the US, it grossed uh, twenty six million US on that US release. That, yeah, all right. Which is crazy. Is that US or worldwide? Sorry, no, worldwide, sorry. But worldwide. that was probably that secondary release. So about it's got 16 two... bucks in the US. Pretty much. <laughs> no, that was pretty much all US, really. So this was in 96, and its contemporaries in Hong Kong were Young and Dangerous, 1, 2, and 3, and uh, Jackie Chan's First Strike, Police Story 4, and, uh, and internationally, it's competing against Independence Day. So Ooh. Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum and Bill Pullman. The three top stars of that film. <laughs> what, what about Quaid? Don't you fucking forget about Quaid. <laughs> Sacrifice. I can tell himself. you now, right now, the Star Killers haven't forgotten about Wade. <laughs> They're after him right now. <laughs> so this this film is it, it's done really well, and you think this is because it was riding that wave of hip hop 
and Kung well, Fu. Well, it was riding that Jet Li. It was a weird time, man. It was, and this is kind of strange because there was a period of time where I was living in the U.S., which kind of coincides with this period. And there was a lot of dumb shit going on, and it was really weird to me as a fan of like Asian cinema. Because I was like, why are Because I thought it must have just been like that the whole time. Mm. Because I kind of got there as it was happening. I was like, why is all this hip-hop shit all in my kung fu all the time? And it... Because Wu-Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. Essentially, yeah. It wasn't a thing, though. But like, it, it would just happen to ha- be happening at that, at that time. You had Lethal Weapon 4 happen. Oh, God. Less said about that, the better. You have, you have all those, like... Does anyone remember that stupid Linkin Park... Yes. Video clip where there's all the people and every MTV move like every MTV ad. I remember Pepsi ads featuring like essentially the three storms, <laughs> and like oh, it was awful. It was an awful time. <laughs> Lethal Weapon Four, where Jet Li got paid five million dollars to say in Hong Kong, you would already be dead. That's so funny. I was just going to say that line. Is that literally his only line in that film? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty wow. much. I think he says something else, but I like- thought he got paid it to disassemble a gun. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! This is talking like not not the action yeah. side. I heard that he was promised a because uh, he wanted to be a hero in in Hollywood, and the directors wanted him to be a bad guy in Lethal Weapon Four. Yes, yeah. four. And uh, and they We're said not too old for this shit. <laughs> they said to Jet Li, they said, "Look, if you do Lethal Weapon Four as a bad guy, the next film I make, you will be the hero." And the next film was Romeo Must Die, which was a not a great film. No, no, no. It no. did actually um, fairly okay though. No, it was all right. I saw it in the cinema. Yeah, yeah, um, I did too. I mean, box office wise. Yeah, and then um, and then it rolled from there, where he made, as you were saying, uh, what was it? The uh, one. Kiss of the Dragon. Kiss of the. I think um, the one came first, and there was also no, the, uh, the DMX movie, uh, yeah, Cradle to the Grave. Cradle to the Grave. Uh, anyway, so, again, we're on to Jet Li again. We're well, going to be talking about this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, one last thing then is I, I, I did wonder whether Jet Li, out of all the uh, the headline martial arts stars from Hong Kong. Whether well, he had the easiest transition from Hong Kong to Hollywood cinema, he basically did Black Mask '96, and he ends up doing all these Hollywood Hong Kong uh, Hollywood films in America in like the late '90s. Yeah, late '90s, early yeah. 2000s. Yeah, like, and then at some point so he just easy. falls the fuck off. It's probably the age group that that's the most similar. Like all the other guys are way too old, but I mean he can barely speak Cantonese anyway, and he can barely speak English. Well, he did work. Who like, Jet Li? Yeah, he's he a Mandarin speaker. Yeah, yeah he's, from ma- he's, he's from the mainland, mainland right? China. That's why, like, uh, what was the last Be- film that the uh, the bodyguard from Beijing? Bodyguard from yeah, Beijing, yeah. Where they didn't they, dub him they over. Dubbed, dubbed his voice in nearly all of his for films. Cantonese. Yeah, 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 and they didn't dub him over. You can hear how accented, of course, his Cantonese is because he's from from China originally. No. Apparently, when he was doing Lethal Weapon Four, a lot of he's it wasn't it wasn't any training or acting he had to do. It was just voice, like majority of his time was voice. Oh wow! Just learning how to speak English. Yeah, sorry. Moving on. The Black Mask. <laughs> Black Mask, 1996. Comic movie. book film. Comic book film based off a comic book. Yeah, don't I've never seen it, never is read it, it don't know anything about it. Is it though? Yes. It based, uh, okay. I read the Wikipedia before I talked. <laughs> like, Not I'm to like, be confused with DC's Black Mask. I'm like, what, what is Black Mask? <laughs> First thing that comes up when I search Black Mask, DC. Yeah. It's a Batman villain. Like, oh, that's interesting. Wait, well, that's not what we're here for. <laughs> yeah, it's just something about yeah. the seven hundred and first legion, blah blah blah. Oh, okay. Thing. All right. Let me uh, let me throw it over to plot correspondent Michael Glasgow over there. Brief. Sum it up uh, in briefly. thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. <laughs> um, there's a squad that was uh, gen- on board already. Say genetically They're not genetic. Sur- surgically modified, so they can't feel any pain. They have their nerves shot. As I said, surgically modified, so they don't <laughs> feel. 
You just did that because you didn't remember what they were said. You un- you understand that surgery involves doing what you're describing there, Christian. And people can't see it's what like you're moving It's like the fight just kicked off. I d- <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Round anyway. one. So any- anyway. Um, so they form a squadron, 701st squadron, and uh, I'm assuming the army or whoever did it to them, because it's not really explained, um, then directs them to to be a kick-ass team, etc. But then they get wind that they're going to get taken out because they can't control them. So they rebel and Jet Li is kind of like the boss of the team, He's I suppose. He's like the sergeant or the they, captain. They call him coach in, in the thing that we're doing. But anyway, um, he erases some of their identities and um, and they explode the base where they came from and he goes off into the, you know, to a new secret identity as a librarian. The first, library. Just on that first bit, that first fight, some of the greatest CGI explosions I've ever seen. There's one that comes right at the camera. It's like, and then and then it gets sucked back up. <laughs> <laughs> were these were these explosions like superimposed? They're, they're definitely super, a lot of them are definitely superimposed. I don't necessarily know if they're CG. I think they're just pre-captured and then just stuck on. Yeah, yeah, it could be like yeah. clip art. Like like someone got it free with their Windows 95, and they're like, mm, yeah, Clippy, you can do this for me. <laughs> Clippy, <laughs> Clippy. <laughs> Looks like you're having some problems there. <laughs> now go away. Stop exploding my screen, Clippy. <laughs> this is true. So uh, essentially, um, he's trying to live a new life. Uh, they just keep dragging me back into it. Keep dragging him back in. He befriends a policeman because he's all gruff. And, uh, and policeman then Sean. The policeman's wow. investigating a bunch of crimes or a bunch of murders of, of drug lords in Hong Kong. And he's not very sad about it. Yeah, he's kind. Of, he's kind of edging towards the hard-boiled vigilante style. Kind His nickname, of, uh, the Rock. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to say that uh, Sean Lau is very unattractive, uncharismatic, has absolutely no screen presence. <laughs> I have no idea what Amy Kwok sees in him, and he's actually probably the best actor in the whole. Film. <laughs> he's not. A, he's actually not too bad as an actor. Can't can't half tell that Sam just is in love with him. Guys, Kwok. shut up, Amy Kwok. <laughs> you should know better. I'm still available. Call me. <laughs> Um, and then you get introduced like before that you get introduced to like um, the uh, the uh, pretty much one of the other main characters in this is the the quote unquote love interest friend friend Koi's Yip no 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 Karen Mock that's Karen, Karen Mock Francois Yip Frank Koisip is how you spell Frank it. Koisip. Is that no, no, Frank, Frank, oh, The girl what? in the library is Frank Koisip. No, 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 other way around. Francois. Francois Yip is... is um, Frank Koisip. <laughs> as God is really my witness, her, she, you I will baptize her as Frank Koisip. Frank Koisip loves a Nikoi salad. <laughs> she is born... Crickets. Damn cri- kaiju crickets after that one, motherfucker. She a, a she's a goddamn Quebecio, isn't she, yeah. with the name? She's born in Canada and she's the one out of Rumble in the Bronx. Is she from Canada, eh? Uh, eh? That's Karen Mock in the That's library, though. Karen Mock is the librarian. As I said, she's she looks, a fake Karen. She looks better in the picture you're looking at with long hair than she does in the movie where she's had short hair. I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> Jesus, I knew it was coming. Anyway, she does want to speak to the manager a lot, though, she at the does, beginning. She does, yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, there's a bunch of bumbling fools at the library, and um, <laughs> <laughs> amongst them, essentially, is, is so, I think they're supposed to be comedic, but then they they don't do anything comedic com- like comedic at all, and then they're just wasted. Yeah, like literally are, wasted. They are actually like comedian actors, but uh, yeah, not really used that much in the film for whatever reason. Um, she's doing some online dating and she basically gets dumped in the first scene and is crying and they say we see the computers in this movie they're not online anything <laughs> <laughs> this is true 
And Nin- they basically say, hey, date Jet Li. And she's like, that plank of wood? No, no. Just- they just described his acting. Nerd. <laughs> and then <laughs> he rolls sing. out like a big fat wad of bills. And she's like, whoa. Ooh, I like funny. rich guys. <laughs> like the reason he does that, like, they go, oh, what if he gambles? You know, like, okay. Hey, you want to play Mahjong? He goes, oh, how much can you win? 300 bucks. Like, I'll probably just lose. Here's 300 bucks each. Just, you know. What a good guy. <laughs> I want to go to the library. Hey, Rach, would you give me 300 bucks? I just want to fuck off and get out. (laughs) (laughs) He's also constantly just listening to podcasts as he walks around. He's got he's got headphones in the whole time when he's doing his job. I just imagine him just listening to shitty podcasts. Uh, That that would be taped radio broadcast on his Walkman, right? Yes, (laughs) really. Actually, no. What it is is he's he's got a thousand mixtapes. He's mix CDs. He's made because one of his trademark weapons is uh, CDs, essentially discs. That's so weird that he has that as a trademark weapon. A discman. He's like that. Uh, it's, no, not Pinhead. There's a character that came out. He fought Dolph Lundgren actually, and oh, he shoots um, lasers. I come in peace. Dark Angel. Yeah, yeah. I come in peace, and you go in peace. You, you are right, though. There is there is a Cenobite with discs as like their like creepy face shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You are right there. Right, there is yeah. one. But I'm dreaming. So no, no. no, no, no he you mentioned dream- Dolph Lundgren. You, you you be quiet. We all be just Cenobites, man. This fuck you on your Cenobite. Dolph Lundgren was mentioned. We all pray shit. homage. He gets ten bucks each. That's, <laughs> the check gets delivered. So just about all of the drug lords are essentially murdered. There's one left and the inspector goes off to, to arrest him and it turns out uh, he's... You oh. don't know. Sorry, it was just a ghost in the house. <laughs> Sorry, just it was There was some rapping. <laughs> I spit hot fire. <laughs> you got that dice um, I meant like working 1880s kinds of rapping. <laughs> was that your dice <laughs> updating? No. <your> one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, anyway, so, so uh, I've, oh, I should add, one of um, the um, drug lords is is um, left alive, but he's got a bomb inside him that they take to the hospital, and uh, Jet Li has to save his inspector friend from getting blown up by the bomb. So, inspector sort of... Is that King Cow? No, uh, this King is Cow's the other one. King Cow's the other one. Um, this mob so boss looks like That's Phil when the inspector kind of gets a hint that um, Jet Li's not all he seems. And then. Because uh, he tells him which wires to cut and shit. Yeah, essentially. And, um, it's too late, though. Then the inspector takes, obviously, Jet. Uh, or Inspector goes to arrest the other drug lord guy to protect him. Wait, we're not even going to talk about that awesome explosion that blew up the hospital? Yes. Yeah, we'll talk about that stuff in a second. I was just running down the plot anyway. <laughs> Doing the plot. Doing the plot. He's up. There. The plot man. <laughs> so. We do the plot to save time, even though our podcasts have increased in time by 20%. <laughs> That's correct. This is great. This is great. So, uh, obviously, the um, remaining drug lord gets attacked by the 701 get rem- remnants. Um, Jet, has to <laughs> Jet has to interfere with them and uh, attack, attack them, and he realizes it's his old mob that are attacking everyone and killing everyone. Um, then we flash forward to... Then they know that Jet's alive and they want to, um, you know, him to join them and he doesn't want to join them. Join us. Um, so they start attacking Jet at the library. Um, Jet has to save Karen Mock. He just then carries it like a rag doll. And Jet Li looks like he's smaller than Lang Chim Ying, I reckon. So I don't think he'd be able to carry anybody. <laughs> There's a, a subplot of, of the 701st um, trying to steal information from the police computers going on. And, and they hack into the computers with a sick, hacking. weird eye... Eyes and the, the graphics and the correct. I'm watching you. And then Jet um, has to help out his inspector buddy, and there's a few fights going on. And then we head into the the final fight, which is in the. You've secret. forgotten the whole 
semi-romantic subplot, Michael. Yeah, well, that's forgettable. <laughs> you call that romantic? <laughs> I said Stockholm semi. Hey. Tying someone up and locking them up and all it's kind of hot. <laughs> hey, she could play and games. And she was obviously into it. She's pretty good at playing Virtual Fight over hands behind her back on the Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> and I'm sure it was a satin. <laughs> It was a satin. Yeah, it was a satin, right? Dreamcast had a little screen in the middle of the. Or it might it might have been a like a a fake. A, a C, no, it wasn't fake, but it, it could have been a Sega like thirty two X or something. Oh, no, it was a satin. Email Asian Action Cards. No, came out in nineteen ninety six, so it's right on that cusp. It's a satin. Right. Which one has the grey oh, controller? controller? It's a satin. The grey controller. Dreamcast well, had a white it controller. Well, it definitely wasn't the Dreamcast. Dreamcast came out in ninety nine. Unless we accidentally time skipped, it didn't come out. <laughs> it's a movie that probably said it's a Nintendo, right? <laughs> or if you think about it, it's a movie with product placement. They could have got an early version to put in the movie. Not ninety nine. The I didn't. That's like three years. No, for, you, sa- for, for Saturn, Saturn. Yes, the Saturn. Yes, yes. I think that it was came a, out the same year. It was a Nintendo Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we get dragged into that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Because we're fucking nerds and we used, to, <laughs> we used to do a video game podcast. What's the name of the video game podcast, Nathan? Uh, none of your business. <laughs> Flatline. It's, it's secret. <laughs> <laughs> now, on to Street Fighter Five. Now, there's something wrong with this game. I've only played it four months in a row, and let me tell you. <laughs> um... Yeah, so the final fight scene then taking place underneath. We the can't we move to the final fight scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. He got rid of that whole. He got, he, <laughs> he got rid of the women fighting. He got rid of the fight with his wife. Like anything romantic, Michael just excised from the fucking plot. <laughs> Holy shit! We'll get to it in a you second. You know what? A brief this movie <laughs> is now twenty-five minutes shorter, and all the better for it. Yeah, and you just Thank put you. Mike Hagar, Cody, and Guy into it. What the hell? <laughs> anyway, um, then we have the final fight scene. Obviously, good versus evil. End of story. That's the plot. Now, actual things that occur in the movie. <laughs> See? See? Good. <laughs> All right. So, there's, there's what, maybe four major fight sequences? There's oh, no, there's, there's fighting constantly there is, this movie. There is a lot of, like, little fights all the time, but they're not great. Most of them. A lot of, you but know, then what? there's some great ones. They mix, they mix the martial arts with schlocky horror. Yes. You know, and I think both of them kind of count for me anyway as action. Oh, like, they do. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like that fight, the fight in the hospital where the guy gets blown up and he gets his arm cut off by a piece of glass and shit. Yeah. That's horror. And it's not very, like, it's not martial arty, but it is an action sequence. Yeah. This whole movie is pretty fucking violent. Yes. <laughs> the first warehouse fight scene, this is where I knew that the budget was big because they had a whole bunch of white guys. And they were all, like, there, dressed up in their, their army tactical gear and shit. All and wearing the Street Fighter, the movie. And it yeah. comes. <laughs> It did totally look like Street Fighter. The bad guy looked like M. Bison coming with his big trench coat and shit. (laughs) The other thing I really loved about that is that he put on his like industrial goggles and he went in there to fight him. And 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 before it happened, it's like it's like he's going into an industrial rave. And then he went in there and all the lights were going off and there was a tank. It's like (laughs) it is like a KMFDM show. It's amazing. And the tank had a silencer on it. Yeah, we did. We were looking. They got a tank in there. (laughs) Jet Li's avoiding tanks and shit. And he's he's he jumps up into like a little cage which. Has specifically got like armor, like armor on it on certain ones, but he's able to shoot out and he just kills every motherfucker. He spins around and the bullets can't touch him because he's in a There's cage. a lot of scenes of people getting shot and then, like, in terms of like Rambo or Will Yankovic parroting Rambo, people going, oh, and kind of wobbling falling around. down at the same time. <laughs> he doesn't actually, I don't think he does any fisticuffs in the opening scene, though. It's mostly just like gun action. No, but he I does that cool slide. 
That's right. Oh, this faux skateboard. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Tony lasers. Hawk's that shit. <laughs> I reckon they were supposed to oh, CGI that scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. There were blue lasers all over the place. <laughs> I was more impressed with the smashing into the brick wall in the middle of the warehouse. Oh, yeah, that was great too. <laughs> tri- yeah, a lot of... There happens to be a giant brick wall in there. There's a big jeep that kind of smashes through the wall, right? And then he's uh, jumped onto this boogie board and he's like riding down <laughs> this road faster than anyone could drive or run. And the lights are all like dark purples. Like it's all lit like and, yeah. it's all lit like a bad bloody uh, video m- music video from the late or well, from the early nineties. Yes. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah it, it's so nineties. It's painful. Like the blue filter. Every shot's kind of on a slight angle. Yes. Fluorescent light tubes. And oh, I'm great. pretty sure while I was listening to it, I heard Mortal Kombat in the background. <laughs> one Mortal thing. I, Kombat. One thing I don't like seeing Jet Li do though is gunplay. I don't think he's very convincing. As like you know, you see Chai Yun Fat, and you're like, yeah, damn, nice. You're right. You look at Jet Li, and just like that gun looks really big on you. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it the size ratio, or is it the fact he goes? Jab, 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 jab. Yeah, jab. yeah. Like, he, like he, he doesn't, doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't like it, like it old timey. He he can't sell the recoil or anything. He just kind of goes me. Like, <laughs> are you saying if you saw him drive a car in a movie, he'd be like moving his arms around? Chauffeurs everywhere. Yeah, I'm driving a car. <laughs> <laughs> it was extra jarring because you get this massive action set piece of him shooting and killing people, blood spurts everywhere. But it wasn't just him though. Like some of the, um, or is it just the director? Doesn't yeah, know. I think it may be the director because some. I mean, some of the other bad guys, like the guy that gets his arm chopped off in the um, hospital scene, when he comes in and you shoot, he's just going spraying, wa- waving his arm around with the gun, and then when it you know, shoots and it's like tock, 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 you know, all around. When he cuts stuff. his arm off with but, the gun attached. But then some of the other actors in around did seem like they knew what they were doing. I'm also going to say 70% of a good shoot scene, shooting scene, is audio. Yeah. Mm. And the audio in this fucking movie is like the worst. <laughs> like, I feel a lot of the good fights were let down by the poor sound of the punches. Like, I don't expect to be. I don't all know the time. what you're expecting. Like, this is normal sound effect. I, I thought it sounded no. There was a, we, no. But in the re in the um, well, remaster that, that we're watching, it's like it's been made stereo now instead mm. of mono. Well, I yeah, think that the reason we I think that it kind of emphasised the fakeness of some of the hits as well. well the the trouble is with what we watched, there was a la- there was yeah. a delay. There was a one one second delay, so we'd hear the the sound. But it wasn't always delayed. Sometimes the punches would happen before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the sound was off on this one. But the, I thought they sounded weak. Instead of like impactful, it was like. Yeah, that, that's a problem with the guns as well, though. Mm. But it's also but the the one that really stood out to me is there's a fight in a lot of water at one point, mm. and like at the end he's fighting in a lot of water, and you can hear the splashes. Yeah, like the splashes are really high in the mix, but the the punches and the kicks aren't there at all. Mm. And it's real. I think it, it, it's as Rachel was alluding to because you think it's, it's the mix. It's an it's an upscaled version of it. It's not the original, so they've they've made it stereo as well, and that's emphasised maybe some of the round. They haven't really taken their time to split out what they wanted to yeah. emphasise. I feel like it's been spaced out too much because they've tried to upgrade the audio to go with the picture. Yeah, so the picture was really good. Be really compressed, so all the punches all like, but but because it's like this, I don't know. That, yeah. That's my. That's theory. possible. You know what I it really missed. Right. Much like the big boss needed someone to go flying through a wall and then they have their their outline. You need a Bugs, you need a Bugs Bunny situation. <laughs> the only, yeah, the Bugs Bunny thing. So. Well, I mean, a, these movies always have like terrible 
changes in tone, right? Like one minute they like, have all they've this. Got to appeal, they've got to have everything. That's why those comedy guys are in there for literally seven it's seconds. Horrible. The that's horrible. That's awful. That's horrible. Wasn't that weird, that weird wipe that happened in only one, twist one, one scene for yeah. some reason? Yeah, it's like they had like some kind of like uh, iMovie set. They're just like, okay, we need to do uh, this wipe, this wipe, I this wonder wipe. if that was a nod to the old Batman. <laughs> like that kind you of asked thing. too much. <laughs> the, uh, sound, oh, the sound cues were horrible. The music cues... Like they'd have like that a very low surf guitar kind of. Yeah, dandelion. I think they were kind of trying to go for like a, like a noari sort of guitar. Yeah, but they like missed bonds. the mark entirely. Like it really needed KMFDM Ministry, uh, you know, <laughs> that kind of shit. Because you were saying it's based on Black Mask, so I actually looked it up. It's it's by a Hong Kong comic artist called uh, Lei Chi Tak. I've seen his stuff before. It's all like really gory looking eyeballs and shit. I guess really. Um, Who's the who's the Japanese um, horror artist, manga artist? It looks like his style as well. Ito? Yeah. Junji hmm. Ito. So it looks ah. a bit like that. Mm. Lots so of blood. And then maybe Journey the Donnie one looks a bit more like, like the actual comic because it's like a guy in a suit running around. I don't know. Okay, it's brighter. It's not as dark. Yeah. Okay. Well, you've got to hide the, the, the wires somehow. You just can Blue filter does it great. Donny doesn't use wires. <laughs> His ego suspends him in the air. <laughs> the fo- I am one with the force, and the force is one with me. So he get, he gets at that. So that fight, first fight sequence, fantastic. Uh, the next, probably the next major one is the um, them trying to kill the the bad guys trying to kill the greatest bat like the greatest drug dealer that oh, we see yeah, in the Anthony whole film. Wong. Yeah, who is essentially in an industrial rave. Fantastic. <laughs> the great thing about this is like they see him partying with this girl right and, and like at first they're doing all the, the you know the crazy drugged up thing then he starts throwing like <laughs> halogen lights at her and just just crazy shit with his poor girl I do want to paint your word picture here so Anthony Wong is wearing nothing but leopard print <laughs> um, jocks yep and he uh, has got gold cap teeth terrible terrible smile and uh, sometime between him he's, a, he's essentially uh, Leto's joker Yes, yes, he is. Yeah, if only he had like a ha 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 like tattooed on his hand or something like that. And he then transitions into a new outfit, which is the same outfit, but he's wearing a see-through raincoat. Oh, it's amazing! It's fucking amazing. <laughs> is this the part also when you started thinking, wondering if it was a Cat Three film? Yes, because he's busy like screwing people, but it actually isn't. It's just Anthony Wong is the Cat Three person in a Cat Two movie. <laughs> what, was, what was the name of the film we did where it had all the singing and rapping? Tokyo Tribe. Tokyo Tribe, yeah. (laughs) It's cut straight from Tokyo Tribe. Yes, but they introduce his character with a stripper dancing on a pole and she's wearing like a G-string. Chainmail G-string. Yes, and he's got his hands all over and I was like, ooh, where's this going? (laughs) Not Catherine. South. Yeah. And then he starts licking her face and shit and I'm like, what? It was pretty great. He's yeah. not in the film for long enough, though. But, like, no, he's not. He is, he is a standout in this movie. Like, that whole situation, I was like, all right, we're getting some Tetsuo Iron Man vibes from this. We're getting a bit of this. We're getting... I was really excited, and then it doesn't go anywhere. Except the fact that he's chew- he, he gets his whole family like sent to him in body bags. Yeah, he's butchered Chopped them up. all. Yeah. And yeah. he gets his his daughter's legs in a, in a fancy box. You'd think with that kind of caper, he'd be like the ultimate bad the big bad guy, but he's, he's so messed up on whatever he's dealing or, or saying. Like that's why he's so. I mean, like he's got this stripper and he's so messed up. He starts throwing halogen and, and light, like globes at her and, and just messing with her. And it's like, you know, like uh, it's a wonder that he. <laughs> you just think, well, 
But you think he's so he's so crazy. He's got all these subordinates that are like looking after him, and then boom, he's kind of out of the film immediately. Almost that was that was kind of the fun thing. He's 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 hiding at this you know personal rave that he's got, <laughs> and out outside the door, he's got like a sea of of like goons, go- goons, hired goons, goons, hired goons. He didn't and get the memo. There's at, at least fifty of them just all standing there, like you know, not taking their COVID space. Or just like, no. Anthony Wong, you never get high off your own supply. Maybe you do if your whole family's been shipped to you in body bags. That I one day that was, you're allowed to chill. He seemed pretty happy about it though, so I wonder if it was his idea. That was the drugs, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Angel dust. <laughs> so of course the 701 hit that shit, blow it up. Yes. And it's kind of it's it's interestingly shot that's, that's where we see rollerblade twins <laughs> and with machine guns with machine guns they smash through a wall with a um excavator and they've also uh, got they've also got a rube goldberg down. machine set up to kill everybody <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah mousetrap something's <laughs> yeah, so, so a phone ring a guy that's like going through the top on um uh, uh what's it called like a wire, like a fox, like a flying fox. Like a flying like a fox, fox yeah. Flying fox oh yeah, kind of Christian mentioned the phone. Who's left this phone here? It's so great. The, the scene, the guy, this phone ring, he picks it up, presses a button to answer it, and then there's like one of those fake explosions has been. <laughs> it reminds you of Akutin. strikes again. It reminds me of Akutin hunger force explosions. <laughs> it's, it was exactly like that. <laughs> um, so and then black mask. Shows up Intervenes. to save the horrible monster that this guy is. No, nah, he saves. He wants to save the inspector. Oh yeah. yeah this is. This oh, that's right. Yeah, because there's a sniper, and then Black Mask comes in on a parachute. This is from where? The sky, bitch. He has a, <laughs> he has a plane. Now this is where the, this is the inconsistency <laughs> of this film, and this really bugs his me. Bat, his bat copter. <laughs> so the, he has a fight with this um this the, one of the seven hundred one guys. Now. They have this fight, and he he kicks him basically, and he lands on Reba, Reba, like about four or five Rebas that pierce through his body. Now he's still alive. These guys can't feel pain, but but I'm pretty sure they need lungs. They've got (laughs) their organs work normally. So then gently bends the two around his shoulders so he can't get up. But he gets up anyway, and then runs at him, and then gently does. They have another quick fight, and basically gently kicks him to the ground, and then puts his foot on his chest, and the guy just. Dies or passes out. Passes out because he's not dead. Throughout, later this, on throughout this entire film, like there's a guy who gets blasted in the head twice with guns. He's still alive like a zombie. Yet later on, there's a scene where um, someone gets shot once in the arm with a sniper rifle. Dead. dead. Like there's no consistency of this. That's the only thing that bugs me about these guys. I thought they're just superhuman because there's, there's a whole bunch of crap about blood, like bloodletting. Like they'll yeah, they die once, once they, all their blood has been released or something like that. So they seem to be fine magic until, blood? until their blood is... They're vampires. I had a paper... Oh, that guy looks like a vampire I wearing had a, a cape and cut, shit. Right? I had a paper cut that wouldn't stop bleeding for 15 minutes. These guys get a reba through their thing. They're just going to leak. Are you okay? You have that much blood. <laughs> have you become a hemophiliac? Hey? <laughs> You're blood bleeding for a I, I'm willing to learn. You can't clot. <laughs> so the, the the big the bad guy of the cape. Who, who is that? Is that Zhong Jinjin? Is that right? Jimmy? Is that his name? He looked like uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. I'm not picking up. Rock that. and roll. Patrick, Patrick Long Kong or something. Oh. Commander. Commander Hong something. Oh, okay. Oh, no, okay. Patrick Long. Okay. Cool. 
All right. So that fight, that's got some interesting things, as we're saying. It's got the guys on the rollerblades. It's got the guy on the f- flying fox who throws down all these flashbangs, yes. which have weird timers on them and look like Pokemon. Poke- Pokeballs. <laughs> Pokeballs. Pokeballs. Gotta a catch little bit. them all. Um, there's the, the forklift. Um, not the forklift. The bulldozer comes through and it's got a dude hiding in the in like the, the digging portion. He comes up and shoots a hell out of all these dudes. Some great bits of fighting in here. There's some hand-to-hand stuff when Jet, once Jet Li gets in there. Mm. Um there's a really good scene where the, the um, what's his name? Um, Inspector um, Sheck jumps up to try and steer the thing. He goes, where's the wheel? And then the, the bad guys are shooting at the, the excavator and the cops are like, don't shoot our bosses on there. So they start shooting at the, at the bad guys. So there's all this crossfire of bullets going on. When they called him Inspector Sheck, I was fearful that they meant Dean Sheck. And I was like, I hope he's not in this film. I thought they meant I was Mr. Really hoping, Shrek. Yeah, Mr. Shrek. I was hoping it was, don't care. Uh, there was also in that bit. There's the guy who's um, so these guys are weird. Like, like the main characters, like Black Mask, that dude, his his like romantic partner in the organization, the Seven O One organization. Francois, yep. Frank Hoist, yep. Um, <laughs> Thank you for great pronunciations, Frankie. And one of the other guys who's hiding in the police force as a double agent. Oh yeah, they have personalities. The other guys are fucking robot people. Like and I don't really get the why that is. Like, are these people like got better brains? They don't go into it, but essentially, the, most of them are just robot mooks. Yes. Um, and there's one robot mook who's shooting people from this uh, digger, and the inspector fights him a little bit and then handcuffs him, and the dude just cuts his own hand off. Yeah, emotionless. Yeah, emotionless. Like his hand, like like he's not going to bleed a lot from that stump. And the inspector like... hits him in the face with the stump. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And that predates uh, Fury Road. So there you go. That's when you see amputees attacking people with their Hey, guys, I got, I got some bad news. Patrick oh. Lung passed away in 2014. He was born in 1934. Oh, shit. So when he was doing this role, he was pretty old. Yeah. Damn, You're Patrick. old. He moves pretty spry. by his sweet hair, though. <laughs> <laughs> and he, his cape. He and moved pretty well. <laughs> that, was a, that was original cape. It's good cape. He brought it with him. He actually got he Bella Lugosi's He stole it from cape. Dracula. He stole it from Bella Lugosi. <laughs> <laughs> then, when was the next fight? I don't know, but I want to say Patrick Lung also has an awesome hologram in the film as well. Oh, oh yeah. Best yeah. hologram. Eat your heart out, Dick Tracy. <laughs> Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. You're my only I hope. Think the, the next major fight was the one in the hospital. Um, yeah, but isn't there... Well, I guess that's not really a fight. It's more of a chase sequence. I mean, where... as you said, there's little fights throughout. Oh, I will say there was they, one scene they... earlier on when they go and try and catch Asian Phil Collins. And they're in the room, and they've got these sprinklers that pop up. Oh yeah! That shoot acid. Oh yeah! yeah. And uh, it gets a bad guy on the face, and then you see like just their faces melting. Yeah, horrible makeup effect. Well, really good makeup effects, but it looks and terrific. And then someone drops a car down <laughs> out of Is the this sky. Also, the scene where they had the fans blowing everywhere. Yeah, just yeah. all the shredded paper yeah. going as well. I was like, huh? When the car fell down, it reminded me of that ad. I think it was a Hilux ad where they look left, they look right for a car, no cars, and then the car just falls out of the sky. Classic. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> if you don't know what a Hilux is, just Google it. No it's automobile. Somewhere. Automobile. Um, I just killed the yes, podcast dead in its tracks. <laughs> so dissimilar to, to our what, other remote we're talking, podcasts. <laughs> so the next main fight was the one at the hospital um, when they essentially come to try and kill the last um, drug lord guy. So... <laughs> The police know that the bad guys is going to come to kill this motherfucker with his gold teeth. And 
and they're all like set up and so the whole SWAT team they've got everybody and they're all in their SWAT gear and there's la- red lasers fucking everywhere cats would be going insane <laughs> <laughs> and they could only afford Anthony Wong for one scene so yeah, they put right. a dummy in the bed he doesn't come back the saddest part of this film Anthony Wong yeah. doesn't come back and so wait we didn't even talk about how Anthony Wong ended up in the hospital did we in oh no, detail? I guess not. So one of the the old love interest You're of really Jet jumping around of, of the Black Mask, yeah, Nikois Yip. Um, <laughs> she she gets herself in there as like a sexy submissive like sex person, <laughs> and uh, she's all tied up, right? It was her wearing the iron bikini. They're, bu- they're like biting no, because there were two women at that time, weren't there? No, she was only the one. All right. She had a wig on. Frank Hoist was like, weak point. I keep looking at my phone when she takes her wig off. God damn it, Nathan. <laughs> Stop she rolling was, dice and updating your dice app. Like Anthony Wong was like putting his face all into her face and then she starts going, ah, oh, and I thought she was going to take chunks out of him with No, but mouth. then she's got a, she's got a, uh, like a blade. Yeah, yeah. in her mouth. And she, and she starts him. cutting him up and then she gets, gets some piano wire, I guess, who garrots him. Yeah, David Blaine's that shit. Then goes, oh shit, and just ties herself back up. <laughs> I don't know how she did that. It's a good trick. <laughs> yeah, so the hospital. <laughs> yes, but Anthony Wong. So Anthony Wong's had his uh, face cut. You want me to tell you how I got these scars? And his neck is all cut up as well from this garrote wire. And he survived that shit. And he's ended up in hospital. Well, I did say it was an intensive care. Yeah. Yeah. He's been cared for he intensively. Yeah, he's out of the film. We he never may see as well Anthony. be. You know what? Ironically, he got the life that Jet Li wanted. He, he left and did a quiet life at working at the library somewhere. <laughs> well, they would have need to hire a bunch more people because they're all dead. Yeah. Still need that library working. That's, that's essential services, that is. Shave the mustache off and the chops and he's, he can just slip into an, anonymity. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to take that uh, see-through raincoat off, Anthony. <laughs> Can't have that in the uh, library. <laughs> Put more he prays for winter every year. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll have another yes, madam situation where they come and beat you up. <laughs> so the evil dudes descend, right? Yes. She goes to kill him, right? Mm. Like the the I can't remember what's her name in the film. Uh, it's on here. This TV, yeah, Lan. Lan. yeah, oh, Lan. Yuke Lan. Okay, she goes to kill him, but there's other ones on the prowl too, right? There's one who's faked being injured. There's two guys who are set on fire. Yes. So they're dressed up like cops, but they're on fire and the cops think it's one of their own. Yep. And then when they put the fires out, the universal soldier guys, they like wake up <laughs> and they start spraying bullets. Wasn't there also another one that was already being treated though? He was, yeah. So he got rolled into the hospital as a patient and then he has like a car accident yep. and he gets up and he's like, Ugh! and they just fucking pump. How does he go? Blood. <laughs> like a Frankenstein Yeah Train to Busan style Just walks out <laughs> And this is one of those guys That like The guy who gets This is the guy Who gets shot in the head Yeah, yeah. Like literally There's four SWAT people Come out and just Pull him full of bullets And he's like He's sitting there smiling He's got holes all over His head and his body in there And he just starts Walking toward him With his hands up Like there's no Like seriously Like I know you can't Feel that shit But your brain's gonna go No Out <laughs> Uh, she, the, but she makes her way, way in through the through the vent, McLean style, as yes. you do, and she drops down. He's got a pretty cool gun. Mm. Uh, she shoots up the bed, but it's not him, and it's a, it's a mannequin. Aha, and he's under the bed, and he tranquilizes like the cop tranquilizes her. Yeah, anesthetizes her, and, and, and yeah, handcuffs her to the bed, so she can't go anywhere. She's starting to get drowsy from anesthesia, but she's still kicking the shit out of him. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, and Mr. Quack is actually not too bad. He he does do a couple of good moves, like he can move reasonably well. He's not a martial artist, though. He's more of a dramatic... He gets that actor. flying jump kick, all right. 
That double Does drop kick. Does he do that? Yeah. Yeah. Him or a stun double. There are some good drop kicks in this movie. Yeah. He's a pretty tall guy, actually. So Sure now. So they, there's like a hundred cops and they've all got their laser pointers on her and she starts la- laughing like a crazy person. Bad acting, but I'll live it, live it alone because of the drugs, I assume. Yes. Right? And then that's where the two dudes who light themselves on fire spin into the room and then they just kill... And then they go... Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they turn around in circles on the ground just kicking their legs out like Homer Simpson. Shooting everybody in the, in the room. Yeah. They're invincible because they're spinning. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the only way they could have been more invincible is if they were doing backflips as well. <laughs> so the moral of this story, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, if you're in a car accident, just lie on the ground when cars are coming towards you, just start spinning and nothing will run you over. It'll be great. Right. <laughs> and so they kill a lot of cops and then like, like The Rock... As we'll call him, yeah, because that's what his name. That's his name. Uh, he he's like, I'll fight this guy. So he fights him a little bit, and he's like, Oh shit, I can't beat this guy. And, and he gets thrown through a window. Yeah, and he picks up a bit of the glass and cuts off the arm with arm the gun. With the gun attached, yeah. And the gun's still firing as it's spinning through the air. Yeah, and I'm like, Wow, that went right through bone. That piece of glass went right through bone. Sharp glass. Yep. Mm. Unless some of the magic is that they don't have bones anymore. Yeah, maybe. Or they're all rubber people. <laughs> they're all jellyfish. Or what yeah. <laughs> they're all just filled with blood. <laughs> maybe that's what happens when you drain their blood out. Yeah, they possible. just flop down. So they, they do that, but he's still all over him, right? And doesn't he sort of push him out a window? And then Black Mask shows up, saves the girl. Yes, because he's like, fuck the detective. I'm getting the girl. Yeah, because he still has, I don't know, some kind of feelings for her. Yeah, well, she's kind of hot. Oh yeah! Isn't isn't she her like his his understudy or his yeah, yeah. which you shouldn't get romantically involved with your understudies. That's a big no no. There's a pretty cool scene where he's remembering about her and like they must be doing training or something. And she's falling and he does this dive, catches her, then throws his leg up in this like U shaped iron rot and saves her. Mm. And I think the. Everybody in the room just went, oh, my ankle. <laughs> Does anyone get like massive Cirque du Soleil vibes? Yes, I yes, like, I did. I'm in the circus. I'm like, oh, don't play I again. got that a lot of times. I got it when the lady was chained up. In that in the room earlier, I got it when he does this bit. This literally this bit with the bungee cord. You substitute that tank out for a tiger. You got some circus shit right. That's right. <laughs> it's also shot very nicely in black and white, so it looks very stylish. And also, yeah. when they go in the back, like in those flashbacks, they start playing this bullshit country Cirque du Soleil music. And she is Canadian. It's quite possibly she's French Canadian. Yeah. Quite possibly worked in Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? She has now. <laughs> so that's a pretty great scene. He's already saved the other woman at this point, though, right? Yes. So there is now kind of a weird love triangle. Uh Kind of, but not saved. really. I, would I say don't kidnapped. think he really liked the the girl he saved. Like the 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 librarian. The librarian one is sort of the love one. The other one's just sort of like part of his group. I think I think he's kind of interested in Karen Mark, and Francois Yip is kind of interested in him. Uh, but it's hard to tell what he's interested in because he, he has can't no act. Range. Yeah, he has no <laughs> emotional range. But but she turns the tables and stabs him. Yeah, the bad lady. Yeah. And then he he does one of the greatest shitty stunts I've ever seen. He jumps over that car and then gets on and then there's a weird cut and then it's just a really fast version of the truck going whoop. <laughs> He's on top of the truck. Oh my God, it's so good. And he kind of wobbles a little like, oh shit. Yeah, it, looks, it looks almost like it's out of house or something. 
Well, this is uh, the hospital scene is the one where the guy flies, like he's got a bomb attached to him and he's got Sean Lau up against the window. Yeah. And he manages to get him over before he explodes. And that's when he's got the hand hanging yeah, off the his shoulder. Yeah, the bad guy's hand. No, they obviously still have bones because there's bones in that hand. Good, 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 hand. good little gag. I kind of yep. like that. Yeah. And, and they're like, all th- and you're like, this is evidence. It's like, I don't want this fucking shit. You take it. And everybody's using, touching this forensic evidence and getting their fingerprints all over this evidence and not using gloves or anything. No, no. There's no actual police work going on in this movie. There's no forensics at all. Sean Lau touches everything with his hands he licks blood i'm pretty sure at one point <laughs> he's using this dismembered hand to like tap at his temple well, what should i do now <laughs> what should i have for lunch where, the, where is black mass like, what is black mass hideout is it just like is it like a container is it it's like this the, shed it's where the teenage mutant ninja turtles hang. <laughs> no it's the opposite it's not the sewers it's high in the air it's a water tank it's a water tank i'm pretty sure yeah up in the sky it's a pretty near the air- airport because mm. one of the things he does every every time he recha- recharges is he, he puts his nodes on his forehead and his arms and he, he sort of lays there and the computer does its work. So I'm pretty sure they must be able to recharge themselves or something like that. I don't know. He has a lightning cable. Is this? Have we gone past the scene where they've got the planes and the doves and everything? <laughs> <laughs> have we gone past that? Cause that's not an action. Just, just say it anyway. It's an action scene. It's a good fight. Tell yeah, me about there's, it. There's a scene where it's Jet Li. I don't. I don't think they do anything. But it's Jet Li talking to Francois Yip and Sean Lau is there, and it's kind of like a mid shot of Jet Li and Francois Yip. And every single hero like motif that you could think of, he's got doves flying around him. There's a plane that shoots across the background. <laughs> we expected an eagle to go. <laughs> there will be. He's, yeah, like. He shows up in the, in the shot with a pigeon in his hand. And we're like, what the fuck? She goes, stands near him. And then there's doves flying behind him. And then suddenly a plane goes across. Oh, It's all about being free, baby. <laughs> anyway, um, but the other Cirque... I just wanted to get to this weird Cirque du Soleil fight where he's been fucked up. He's been stabbed. He's bleeding out. He's made it back home. And the girl he's kidnapped from the library for her own protection in a real fucking misogyny, insult kind of way... Um, <laughs> He's wearing a fedora too, so uh, <laughs> Man, she was ir- she could not resist. <laughs> um, he's he's like, get out of here! You get out! I'm letting you go! And she's like, oh, but I bet you, I, you know, I'll better help you because she's you know subservient now. Yeah. She can deal with it. Munchausen syndrome. She does take a gun. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> Sorry, that's the one I was thinking of. Not Munchausen. <laughs> Munchausen. She's hurting herself in order yeah. to get attention. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Wrong one. Um, so she helps him out. They're climbing, and then the bad woman shows up again, and she starts. And this is very Cirque du Soleil as well, because they're in like, like a, it's a crane bun- or something. I don't it's know. a crane with a bunch of like scaffolding, scaffold tubes, <laughs> and they're all sort of flipping and falling. And yeah, it's there's pretty- a shame about this. Like this movie for a movie that did so well, I, I, I really thought this would have been a really good scene if it was shot differently. Like this just seemed. Very rushed. It's like it had a lot of potential to be like a really awesome, like movie saving scene. If it was actually Francois Yip doing those moves, then full respect because some really impressive kicks and and I wouldn't say wire work, but they're fighting on top of like balancing platforms. So I think if it was her doing it, fantastic because she did a great job. To be honest, I don't think there was too much like people maybe taking the falls, but I think the kicks were done right because if you actually look at the a lot of this stuff was, um, apart from the stuff Jeff Leader, a lot of this stuff was just big kicks. Big kicks and like haymaker punches. Mm. There wasn't really a lot of spectacular, intricate, uh, what are they called? Um, what does karate do when they do that? 
sequence of moves. Carters. Jim Carter. Carter. Yeah, Carter. Jim Carter. Jim Carter. <laughs> that stuff like that. It was just, it was all, there's a lot of flying kicks, a lot of big. Question for the podcast here. Yeah. If Is Jet Jim Li, Carter a good film? If, 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 if Jet Li was actually. I can do anything if I get to a pommel horse. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm invincible when I get to a pommel horse. If Jet Li was actually named Ooh, Jeff found Lee, the balance beam. would he have the same impact? Sorry, repeat the question. If Jet Li was actually named Jeff Lee, would, <laughs> would it be the same? All right, go no. on. Jeff Lee. <laughs> Jeff Lee. Introducing Jeff Lee. <laughs> Jeff Lee who? It's always Jeff Lee. <laughs> Jeff Lee. Oh. Anyway, the bad guy. The bad guy smokes the lady who lets because she's, she's got him. She's got him dead to rights, and and he, and then she tells the bad guy. He got away. He boss. got away, and but the, ba- the boss is there, like, and he shoots her in the chest, which probably you know whatever, and she's dead. Bingo, bingo, and then he takes like, one shot. I need, to, I need to get revenge. Mm. He might have magic bullets. He knows he's out to kill. <laughs> so once he uh, was firing magic, bullets small later. nuclear, <laughs> nuclear coated maybe, maybe uranium shells. You what about the the bullets later on where he, he's shooting like I don't magic know railgun shit. Yeah, that's right. He's got these like supersonic <laughs> railguns. Has, has anyone mentioned why the bad guys? What's their motive for doing what they're doing? Um, they're money. trying to get information from the police station in order to get money for the drug something. Because they'll be the only drug people left. No, no, they want. They it's actual. They actually want to cure themselves of the uh, having no nerves. The way they're going to do it is because fucking gonna, sucks like that. They're going to download all, <laughs> all the um, DEA and the one drawback. <laughs> I can't jerk off no more. <laughs> <laughs> all the DEA agents in the world, and then sell that for money so they can cure themselves. Mm. It's actually not a bad premise. Like it's not just like oh we just want to be rich and famous. Like, oh we actually want to you know help ourselves. You know it's, at it's, least in this general vicinity. I'm pointing <laughs> at my junk. <laughs> At, at some point after Karen Mock's character Tracy has recovered over her Munchausen syndrome, <laughs> she, she joins up with Jeff Lee and puts the, the goggles on and straightens her hair, right? She, she becomes Trinity. She, she gets some pretty great oh, sorry, sunglasses. She glasses, yeah. <laughs> she becomes Trinity. I wouldn't mind a pair of those. I think they're pretty hot. Uh, what's that? The, uh, the sunglasses. Industrial goggles? Yeah, no, not the industrial goggles. The sunglasses. <laughs> okay. The, the industrial goggles I can't pull off. I understand that I cannot pull that off. That is not my look. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm going in a plane. I'm, I'm not going to get a top hat, nor am I going to get a, leather, a really long leather coat with uh, studs in it. What about, it's a not what about a cape? Maybe a cape. All right. Gave you the cane. Just yeah. spoiler alert, your birthday present is a cape. <laughs> oh, I'm a pimp. And a signed Jeff Lee poster. <laughs> <laughs> to Jeff Lee. To Nathan from Jeff Lee. <laughs> Uh, I'll stick. Uh, could you could you get could you get uh, Jeff Lee to butcher my name and my birthday on my birthday? I can uh, stick it stick it in the same folder. I've got my uh, flavor flame. <laughs> flavor flame. <laughs> <laughs> <That's wrong>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, in jokes. Anybody? Anyway, you forgot. <laughs> you forgot what happened, didn't you? No, I was taking a breath. <laughs> Uh, so uh, then we head to the final fight scene, which is a secret sewer Ninja Turtle layer underneath the police station. It's like a video game. There's like three different ch- chambers that go through. Yeah, but like at the, the, the s- at the same time he goes down there to do it, it has like the Pac-Man going on the computer. It's not just that he wants vengeance. It's also that the cop has figured out where he needs to go because there's a scene where he has a little bit of a fisticuffs with the Rock. 
and they throw down in a cemetery. It's like, all these good cops died, and you I saved made you that. A mixtape. You, yeah, I made you a mixtape. You, you didn't save that lady, and blah 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 blah. And like, you saved that lady instead of helping me catch them bad criminals. And and so he like they fight. They have a bit, they of, have a bit of a fight. He fills up Jetly's butt at one point. Yeah, <laughs> counter throw. Yeah, and then he finds and Jetly gives him a disc. He's supposed to put it in to stop the the like corruption of the computers yeah but then he finds out they're downstairs he has a thought and he realizes that they're underground the police station so he goes down there at that point Jet Li's not just after revenge he also knows that his friend's in danger I just want to say danger before we go on there's a really cool scene that, uh, somewhere in the beginning where the girl sneaks up on uh, the detective and he, he does this like he grabs her throws him over his shoulder then she catches her head before she hits the ground and he says I'm a master of karate don't mess with me also, when in going to the, the grave of his dead colleagues, he's like, ah, not my business. <laughs> this is Jet Li. Yeah. Also, those graves look pretty old. So, if those guys died in that, that hotel explosion and things, I, I don't think they did because that's an old grave. You can buy them pre-stressed. Pre-stressed tombstones. <laughs> and when Detective Shrek... <laughs> Figures out that they're underneath the police station. He's washing his face in a sink and he looks at the pipes and it goes all the way down to just before the floor when it's not connected and the water's just pouring. There is a drain. inch of pipe missing. And then it's just a, a drain and I'm like, pipe. God damn, that's nasty. <laughs> what the fuck? Why just one inch of pipe. Why was there that much pipe missing? Uh, I've been in a few bathrooms in Malaysia and Thailand and that's kind of standard for some of them. I thought it was just a whole wasted scene of just watching water piss away basically. We've got 30 seconds to kill. Yeah, he turned the water off long before all that water. Uh-oh. Oh, goes phone. Drinking, Sam. How much did that cost you? Too much. <laughs> Don't break it yet, Sam. Ooh, you need a case. <laughs> so, yeah, but then you, then you ruin the look of the phone. Like, I hate the fact that my fucking phone has a case. It's gross. But I broke the other one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the case or the phone? The phone. All right. <laughs> Um, so so he goes down there. They he, he this is where we find out that there's a double agent. He shoots the double agent, but then he's completely surrounded by bad dudes. The cop that is, and so he gets taken and he Couple gets a bomb wired to him. Yep. And then Jet Li comes in on a motorbike. <laughs> Terrible fucking stunts here. Go on. Is anyone to take it? No. Oh fuck you! You <laughs> <son of laughs> a- so he throws a whole bunch of poker balls out and blinds everybody, and then they start shooting. And he's hanging off the back of this hanging motorcycle. off the back, and then he's on the back of the bike, and he's on the front of the bike, and he's on the side of the bike, and then oh, it's just, I don't understand he's how he's making the bike go if he's not. I was confused. doing the throttle. Yes. I don't I, believe for one second Jet Li knows how to ride a motorbike. I, I don't think Jet Li knows how to move. He yeah, can't, if he's, he's like, not kicking things, he's like yeah. short round. He needs those stocks on the bottom of his feet to drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree with Rachel. Like I thought for one point the bike was just like he just set it up to drive by itself. And then all yeah, of a sudden he pops up. There was something on the he's side. Not that of skinny, it. yeah. I don't know. That was weird. It's I'd, too dark. I couldn't see anything. <laughs> yeah. It's like the it's first Ninja Turtles movie. It's and too dark. It's like a, a computer screen that's showing his progress, like Pac-Man eating the, rap, you know, rap, the rap, rap. pebbles and stuff as it goes around. And I, I kind parts. of, and then he fights a bunch of people, and it's pretty good. Like, but the this is where I was kind of like, this is where it lost me back in the day too, because I remember back in the day I watched this movie and I remember the almost nothing about it. I remember the gas sequence, mm. but I also did get that confused with the other gas sequence in uh, Bodyguard from Beijing. Yeah, um, but I also remember feeling horribly disappointed in this film. But I didn't know why, and this is what made me realize it. Because the earlier fight sequences aren't very kung fu-esque. There's more shooting and just explosions and stuff. And then this fight scene, 
I was expecting it to pay off. I was expecting it to be a good fight scene, and there really isn't. Ah, uh, it's not as it's not it's not better it, than any of the. It's elements. not it's not Once Upon a Time in China levels. It's not no. Fist of Legend. It's not. It's kind of just shit. <laughs> so Jet throws out a whole bunch of mixtape CDs and <laughs> takes out some of the bad guys. Well, and he's got a uh, he's got a proper CD and a mix CD and a mini CD at one yeah. stage. Yep. Three inch CD. <laughs> Which is showing you that, uh, you know, better technology is taking over the old like, here's technology. some VCDs and here's my Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about this, this base is it's sort of got like a bunch of water everywhere and these platform, these small, narrow platforms that people walk on. And he starts fighting the, um, the, the Asian version of Ozzy Osbourne. And um, one of the things that happens is he rips wires out of a out of the wall and starts throwing it around so it lands in the water electrocute people yeah and like Jet Li has to do all this stuff where he jumps above puts both feet on the wall to hang you know like so he's Ninja Warrior game. style yeah and then, and then he does his old school he uses it like it's a rope dart like he gets his part of it and he wraps it around himself and starts using it as a rope dart but it's just not that great like the earlier scenes are far more fun you know why? It's because the, the setup is the same as every other scene in the movie it's all dark blues you know, you can't really see. There's not much contrast between them. It's weird though when they go into the poison room. Mm. Completely different lighting. See everything. I think that's why I remembered that. Yeah, yeah. The rest of the it was not very memorable. It wasn't shot very. No, but you know, he does kick, kill the guy with a CD. So yeah. I Mini feel disc. like when he's using certain weapons, like when he's using a whip or he's using that that wire with the electricity at the end, it's it's just like a surrogate for using a staff. He's essentially doing. Like kung fu with a staff, but he's using a different weapon, so it yeah. just looks very samey to me. Yeah, yeah, I have the same problem with Jet Li every time I see him fight, which is it just looks like he looks like a little like you know Atari block, and every time you <laughs> press the button, it's like a little blip blip. It's like a little pixel that kind of pops out from his body, and it's just whereas you, you know you look at it now, and it's just like you know Yi Kung Fu when he does roundhouse, that big pixel comes out. That's Jackie Chan. Whereas Jet Li is just a little tarry lip. Jet Li, I feel like, uses his punches and kicks to block at things. Yeah. Like, he doesn't he doesn't project power. He sort of contains power at around I him. I like to fight um, when he first comes in and he fights that random white guy, number one. Oh, yeah, that's and, pretty good. Um, and he just works on his knee. He works over his knee. Like, <laughs> oh, that was bash, a good bash, fight, bash, actually. Bash, bash, bash. Sam. And he, like, collapses. Sorry, sorry to derail. Can you give me what Samo Hung and Johnny Yen would be as video games. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, again, going back to Yi Ah Kung Fu, there's a fat guy. No, you've used Yi no, 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 you're wrong. I've used Yi Ah Kung Fu. All right, uh, let's say... You, it. you know what it is? I've got one for you right now. Yi <laughs> Honda? No. no. What? Bad dudes versus dragon. It's that dude who blows <laughs> fire. Blows fire? He blows hot that's fire. Samo, that's Samo. And Donnie Yen is no, Donnie Dan Kavicki from Street Fighter. What, what game is he originally from? He's actually out of a. He's a. That's the second time that guy appears. He's got his own game. Donnie Yen is the guy from uh, International Karate, and when he punches you and you and your pants and fall down, he stands there and he like dusts his hands off. He's in there. He dusts his hands off on his pants. That's Donnie Yen. And you press P and your pants fall down. <laughs> Yee Ah's Revenge? No. Yee Ah's Revenge? No, something revenge. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. You guys All keep right. going. All right. <laughs> Sorry, go on. So, More important. So, yeah, so Jet Li's just a little, he's a little bit too uninterested. He's a small man with a small pixel. Yeah. No, like his, his moves are very contained. It's very, you know, he's so, not like. So maybe he's just not. not just, just not as impressive on screen, but as a fighter, probably. Oh, full a real respect. life fighter. You wouldn't but want the thing is, as a martial I, artist, is, I have utmost respect. I, f- I find him really interesting to watch because he seems to always put the thing in the right spot. Yeah. 
It's and I enjoy you can't watching. Question is technical ability. No, but it, I'm not talking. I'm sort of not talking about that. I kind of like. That's what I like watching about him. Like in Fist of Legend and stuff, he's like, I'm in the right spot at the right time all the time. I'm very precise, and mm. this is very good. I'm not overextending myself in any way. I like. He's got good body placement. Yeah, yeah. like. I appreciate watching that for it. It's really good dancey dance sort of stuff, which is what all fighting is in movies. It's all dance. That's kind of like why I think I'm interested when I watch Jackie. Like uh, Christian mentioned, it, you know, like Jet Li always looks stoic. Jackie doesn't always get himself in the best positions, but trying to see him recover from getting hit in the face because he's ended up in a shit position is kind of half the fun. Yeah, he's, he's scrambling. Yeah. If you indulge me, I, I want to read the last part of a review that someone did on HKMDB. This was by a user called Ewaffle. This is the last. They gave it. They gave it a six, and this is what they wrote. This is the last sentence or last paragraph. It is only at the very end of the movie when Black Mask finally faces off against the commander that we see him in his wonderfully iconic moves, stances, and looks. Not every movie that stars Yetli has been action extravaganza, but using him to simply drive cars, shoot guns, and fly on wires is a waste. Recommended, but not very highly, due to the missed opportunities. Recommended, but not very highly. Karnov. Karnov's revenge. Karnov's Revenge. Okay, we'll have to download the rock. Thank you for that, Nathan. So maybe Samo. they should cast somebody else's black mask and not Jet Li, even though he's probably the biggest, the biggest like action kung fu star. He was that time. he was blowing up so huge at the, in yeah. the mid nineties. Fucking huge. Was he a big deal for you? Oh, of course. Yeah. Like every once upon a time in China and everything. Like I remember seeing some of those movies from the video store and it was just a really washed out white on white subtitles of a white background. Oh, you can't, you can't. Hard to watch. You just got to, you just got to let them play over you. <laughs> as, as time's going on, I've learned to appreciate what he did in those movies. Your like simmering the, hatred has died down. I, I still don't think he's not the best, but like, I can appreciate what he did for those movies. Um, I think it's still a, not the type of style I like to watch, but you know, there's a certain role that, that he's best suited to. And that's the upstanding man. Like you're saying in the, in the right place at the right time. Defending the right principles. So, yeah, so you don't need a lot of acting for that. You're just the guy who's the know, beating off the bad guys. I mean, I like the motherfucker should have played Captain so, America. So to speak. If, like, if you look at the movie The One, um, I understand the premise of that. Like, he, as each, each one of the Jet Lees dies, he gets their power and it's split amongst the survivors. So he's getting stronger and stronger. So I understand why when he punches someone, they go flying, flying back. It's the premise of the story. But just the fact that, like, you know, Certain other movies where he's done somebody kick someone, they go flying. It's just so Black unrealistic. Black isn't realistic. It's a fantasy. It's from a comic. I mean, again, it's from a he's comic a robot book. Man. It's not any different, but yeah. Something I think also with Jet, with Jet Li versus like a lot of the other martial artists is I know that he's done plenty of stunts and he's taken his share of lumps, but I don't feel like he actually does any stunts when I'm watching him. Like his stunts don't with, seem to he be. He doesn't really do stunts. No, but I mean, like, if you see all of his films, right, there's moves where he will take a hit and then he'll go flying a bit. And yep. sometimes you can tell it's him. So he does flips and he does land on stuff. So he does his own stunts. Yeah. But he doesn't... I don't see him as like a stuntman. Like, I don't think he falls... No, because he's not a stuntman. I don't think I've ever seen him fall off a second-story building. So what you're saying is Mars has his work cut out for him. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Mars is like... No, Mars is Mars's Jackie. kid because he needs, he needs someone a bit shorter. <laughs> <laughs> So overall, I really enjoyed watching this, but and I think I thought it was shot interestingly, and like there was some cool stuff in it. But I thought it was kind of hard to follow in places. Like, oh yeah, this is a flashback. And this is I, like who's the bad guys? And but I really enjoyed it. it and it doesn't help that the, I guess the, the way it's been shot, the colors, it changes its fucking, it it changes its cinematography almost, like 
scene by scene. It's not very coherent. Sometimes I was watching, I was thinking it was a flashback because it has the same coloring as a flat as the f- previous flashback. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. no, it's not. It's just they just decide to filter it with that filter this time. It's really weird. Eh. I guess like I agree with Scott on this. Like there are parts of this movie that are really really good. Some really well Look, shot. Man, but- there's dudes on rollerblades with machine guns. <laughs> like it's great. <laughs> oh, look, I'm not, don't get me wrong I'd say 6 or 7 out of 10 definitely but I mean the only like I said the, the thing that bo- bugs me the, the most about this is just the inconsistencies with their super quote unquote superpowers like you can't feel pain but you take two shots to the head um, I'd be interested in watching the hip hop remix of this uh, yeah I kind of want to hear that dub bow, 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 bow. <laughs> we'll be you looking know, at YouTube very shortly <laughs> you know what I just read that I wanted to check what? to put this in perspective did you do some research on Karnoff too? Uh, <laughs> City, Hunter, City Hunter, Jackie Chan, City Hunter, and Future Cops by Wong Jing. Films that we've done podcasts on and films beloved, that beloved films for special effects. Three years before this movie was made, oh. yeah. if they can do City Hunter special effects, this movie should have done better. Ooh, snap! Called out. Fuck How yeah. will you respond, Jet Li? Are you saying you didn't like Daniel Lee? lasers? What well, mate, if you've got M. Bison from Future Cop shooting lasers out of his eyeballs and one guy turning into a Super Saiyan, you can you can do better laser effects in this film. Uh, we do have to go back to that sequence in this film real quick because there's a bit in that film. That's how he kills the white dude is he jumps around and gets the laser and points... <laughs> The the evil the head evil guy pushes a button and the freaking lasers start shooting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's so dumb. And then that's where he also has the, the um, rail gun too. Yeah, like the eraser style Arnold Schwarzenegger rail guns that have the uh, you know like, like the, smoke the pulse. Effects. Yeah, oh, yeah. Such they were a... playing a lot of Quake too at the time. <laughs> oh man! So, so... <laughs> double jinx. jinx. Uh, you double jinx yourself. Uh, double jinx myself. Simon and Simon. Sam, <laughs> Sam and Michael. <laughs> no, no, what'd you do that for? I was enjoying it. No, oh, okay. oh, if I could yam. be Simon Yam. <laughs> Um, do do this at home was there anything in this film that you thought I'm going to try this on someone I know I want to drill into the back of your skull Sam Jesus Christ that's a bit darker than I was expecting (laughs) (laughs) or place a bomb inside your chest cavity okay that's a bit darker than I was yeah I think the best I think that the great thing about this movie is I think the best stuff is the horror shit yeah, the I think you're right. Hair. I think that stuff is the best stuff, Rachel. The horror stuff is probably from the, the comic. Stuff? I think no, oh, you said it was from well, like a horror comic. The, yeah, that's the best stuff in this movie. Is the weird, creepy shit. The thing I want to do at home is I want to chain a girl up to the kitchen, chain her up playing video games, and let her get Munchausen syndrome, like <laughs> <laughs> like Sam said. Munchausen syndrome. She, she comes along very quickly. Like all of a sudden, she's released and. Oh, things are cool. I don't have to escape. Well, he unlocks her and then he's, oh, he cook food. And then she burns it and he's like, all right, well, I'll go and get takeout. <laughs> it's like an ad for Dreamcast brings people together. <laughs> you can't be all bad. He's letting me play video games. <laughs> Behind my back. I thought she was going to like piss herself on the floor. She's standing there going, I need a wee. And he just <laughs> kicks a, like an urn or something over to her in between legs. And she's like, <clears throat> kicks it away. Rachel? Uh, I don't know the the fashion or something. Mesh, mesh. The ca- the <laughs> oh wait, 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 we wait! Discussed the the fashion. The the thing we've forgotten the most of. I kind of brought it up a bit. It's a bit goth industrial the whole time. Yeah. Sorry, a bit fishnet, a, a bit capy. The one thing we the one scene that makes this movie. At the end, they take a photo. They're all in white, and then the photo comes out, 
and it's jet with the black mask, the cops in the black, and the woman's in the Trinity outfit. Epic scene. What a way to fi- what a way to finish this this film. It really needed to be a freeze frame though. <laughs> freeze frame. Do do. So what you're saying? You'd like to what? fishnets? I just like the fashion. I like the set design as well. Everybody would have fit perfectly into the the Batcave around about that time of year. I was waiting for the Xbox (laughs) ad to start. Everything's purple and not green. The only green is the hologram, which is Yeah, all the rest is purple, blue. Mm. It's all very purple and blue. It reminds me of a rock set music video. Really? (laughs) Rock set. Warehouse. I just thought we were filming a a Crow movie, really. Let's face it. Yeah. The Crow actually... Looking back on it, it does have a little bit of neon to it, but it's actually just more dark, dark. It's the dark and a lot of reflect, reflectings, reflections off of liquid. This is like literally got fucking like distressed tapestry and then purple lights behind it. It's going for, actually, I think it's going for a, um, a what's it called? Like the Batman's from Burton. Hey. Tim Burton. Oh, a little yeah. bit. Oh, you think it's going for a Burton? Oh, you forgot yeah. about Black Mask's like like fake Batman voice that he keeps. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What Nathan's trying to say is, how much more darker can it get? And the answer is none. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Sorry, Michael. <laughs> I enjoyed them fighting. <laughs> With giant cylinders. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> First they have a wire fight and then they move up to a gas tank cylinder fight. Yeah, that was my stuntman bit where um, Patrick Lung takes one in the chest. Yeah. It flies backwards. There's a scene uh, I like and it happens ever so briefly but it made me laugh is he drop kicks a 40-gallon drum at someone. <laughs> it on it's on fire, fire, on fire too. <laughs> it's a homeless drum. It's a homeless person drum. Uh, I don't know what I would do. I would marry Amy Kwok. <laughs> Sean Lau, get out of there. It's mine. Um, Uh-oh. Jesus. Uh, what, something that I've always wanted to do was uh, Jet Li. He's so quick. And uh, when he kicks people, he like he kicks them in the face and that. He just kicks them and then he pulls it back. Like, he kicks like three guys at the same time. I've always wanted to be able to do something like that. He's, th- I think that's what's interesting. Again, going back to his martial arts. He stands there. He has that perfect stance. He doesn't change stance and he just keeps his leg up there and it looks like it has impact. Yeah, it's, yeah. Incredible technique. That's what I mean. Like, technically, he's fantastic. But to watch him, I find it really boring. But I would love to have his ability. All right. Yeah. So, what scene do we think hurt the most? Or what stunt do we think hurt the, hurt the most? Oh, wasn't Michael there a scene that. when uh, the girl, when she fell and she landed on like a, uh, in a box or something? And we were like, ooh, ah. I don't know. A, a cylinder to the chest. That's you know whether you feel it or not. That that I think Makes we all go, went. <laughs> Although when that guy fell on the Reavers, I think we all went. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, there were two guys on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice practical stunt because that's definitely the only fire that's real in this whole film. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Sponsored by Caltex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, painful stuff. Anybody else? No, I think I'm good. No, I mean, it's an okay yeah. movie. I was like, yeah, I enjoyed cool. it. It looks cool. It's like a bit me. It was way better than I remember it being. Oh yeah, yeah, it was much more fun than I remember it being. I, because all the gore, I think, was cut out of the one that I saw. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I saw the international one, and the gore was cut out absolutely. Because if you cut that out, what's left? Like, I think in a weird nothing. way, the gore makes it more impactful. It's like, oh shit, this is gritty and real, and and here's some wacky stuff with Karen Mock. But most of all, it's trying to be gritty and real, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so Jet Li. You know, it's funny. Because, um, I don't think we've done that many Jet Li films. And I find that Jet Li films are a little bit kind of... I, th- I think we yeah. should watch like, you know, Hitman or something. The one where he's like... Um, That's even worse, isn't it? You think it's worse? Eric I, have a, I have a horrible... F- I have a feeling... That More than this, a feeling. The, the, the fights won't be that great because I remember them not being great in that movie, that the Hit, Hitman movie. Mm. But I think it might actually be pretty good for the podcast. I think it's because it makes it makes fun of like his the stereotype of Jet Li a little bit. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know because he's playing a different kind of character. It's a bit of a, isn't it a bit of a loser. Or you, something? You're saying he's not the the, the good good guy be all end all. Yeah. yeah. Did we do um, high risk as well? I don't think we've ever done high no, risk. No, I don't think we've done high risk. That's a pretty great film. We've kind of we try and stay away from shit that we've all watched a bunch. That uh, that I is good. I haven't seen it. <laughs> hey Sam, what time is it? Oh, uh, let me just look at this massive clock that's over my shoulder. <laughs> I was trying to remind you in case we went over long on this podcast. I can't tell. All I can see is part of a two. <laughs> let <laughs> two, me just step about a kilometer back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's eight twenty-one. So, um, Sam, like, how are we going with our um? Uh, like our online presence with this stuff our online can presence. we take how about we take this off of the air thank you everybody <laughs> how about no no, no. what well, Chris is trying is how could people get in touch with us through our online I know what you're saying well looking at our response on asianactioncast at gmail.com asianactioncast at twitter asianactioncast Instagram and asianactioncast on Facebook we've had zero responses have you argued with anybody in HK lately uh, Hong Kong particularly <laughs> Mind you, I don't, I don't normally put really controversial stuff on the web pages. We're, we're an all-inclusive podcast. Um, I did take out some distasteful jokes from some of the podcasts that we've uh, put <laughs> That up. doesn't happen. Uh, no, they, they don't exist. I'm just kidding. All we're going to put them all together in. for a Christmas one. <laughs> Asian Action Cast. Tell the truth all the time. Unless the truth hurts. <laughs> in which case, we take that shit out. <laughs> but if yeah. you do have a suggestion of a movie you'd like us to watch, or a version of a movie, or got an opinion or whatever... We definitely have downloads. That's the thing. We get, don't have much interaction. Get, get but in touch. I check our, our stats. Our stats aren't bad. Are people still listening to us? Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you, people. Yeah, thanks for uh, bearing with us through the uh, COVID times with our podcast. Audio quality has been yeah. sketchy. Not as bad as when we were recording on a potato. <laughs> So, yeah, if you have any complaints, send them through. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're not out of the woods of the COVID stuff yet. But and, and if you're in It's looking pretty good for us, though. It's looking good for us. So, if you're listening to us, we thank you very much. And we hope we bring you a bit of a laugh in these trying times. So much better podcasting together in person. I don't care for it. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Man, there's dudes on rollerblades with machine guns. Like, it's great.